Well, it's tax time, and like everyone else, you got to file your taxes. And if you're a reseller, there's so many things and questions that you're going to have as far as sourcing, uh, mileage, what deductions can I can and not take. So that's what we're here to do here at Adam Up Accounting. If you got questions or looking to get your tax return filed, go ahead and reach out to us. Go to the website, adamupaccounting.com. You can reach out to us here on the podcast at Death Piles and Taxes. We'd love to help you out put you in the right directions, take care of your taxes so that you can feel with some reassurance that um, your taxes are getting taken care of properly. So there you go. Look forward to tax time and hope we can help you out. You're right, it better be, because we're having all kinds of fun here on Death Piles and Taxes, Mr. D-Roy. Fun is one way to say it. Another way is we are we are here. You got me up early. It feels early this morning. I don't know. Well, you're a normal, like, I mean, 4 a.m. kind of guy, right? That's the problem. I probably slept in a little too much. Yeah, I know. It's early on a Saturday morning. I don't know when you're listening to this, but whenever you are, we appreciate it. We hope we're going to bring you some entertainment little knowledge, and uh, just a regular all good good old time, Mr. D-Roy. You get them warm and fuzzy feelings when you listen to the sultry sounds of Adam Beasley talking about tax numbers and, and, and such. Man, all I know is uh, it is a good day to be alive. Tax season is, it, it, it's almost over. By the time this post, uh, tax season is going to be over. And uh, you said that about the last three or four episodes. You're getting kind of antsy. You're kind of getting excited about that. This uh, update on the uh, the filing deadline really has kind of uh, cramped my style. Um, I haven't had to work like this many hours in a week since like three years ago. So I'm a little older now than what I was three years ago. It's kind of kind of rough on the body, you know what I mean? But it takes, uh, its, it takes its toll. Yeah, it, it does. But man, I'm in a good mood. I, I got a lot done over the weekend. Got a lot to, to to look forward to. About three more hard weeks uh, of getting stuff done, and then I will be right in the spot that Mr. D Roy is, ready to go to Hawaii. Yeah, you gonna make the pull the trigger, and go go to the islands? Uh, you, you know, we we just had an uh, epiphany. Big E just happened. Like, so we were planning on going to the Oregon coast. But as of right now, uh, they're still making to wear masks on planes, which, okay. Um, but I think they're going to make two-year-olds wear, wear a mask. And we have a, a brand-new two-year-old, and I just don't know how well that's going to go over. I think brand-new and two is the same thing, but I understand what you're saying. Well, I mean, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago he wasn't two, so he's brand-new brand to Brand-new to two. I like I'm brand-new to 40. That's right. <laughs> he's you. a man. He is a man. Well, yes. Yes. So we're, we've kind of got a couple, um, I, I don't know, quandaries about us right now. So we'll see if that uh, changes here in the next couple months. Um, so I, I don't know. I'm not quite ready to go to Hawaii to the big the big rock, but uh, we, we hope we got a good vacation here lined up pretty soon. you, you got to get somewhere. You've been, been working hard. And uh, it's one of the fun things about, you know, getting a little extra spending cash is sometimes you got to go relax and treat yourself a little bit. And that's... Uh, 
Oregon coast or wherever. I, I don't know how you get a, a mask on a two-year-old, but that's, you know, I don't, I don't deal with two-year-olds. You don't. So that's that's how you, I know you don't. But I'll go. I've, I just finished up a tax return for one of our uh, loyal listeners over there in Hawaii. They got a rental business. Get you some uh, some kayaks, maybe a, a paddle board out there, boogie board. Well, if I'd have known, well, I'll, I'll I give might, it to I you. might need the info. I'll have to get you some information. I'll say, hey, you know who I am, right? Yeah, you ever boogie boarded before? I have boogie boarded before. Oh, that's a good time. Oh, I like it. So, so the, here's here's the trick. So we bought some of them uh, circle face masks and things because. You don't want to be wearing somebody else's anymore. That, those days have passed. That you can just <laughs> pass around the, the snorkel from the you know wherever you're staying that five other people have used. Give me a hit, man. But you get you one of those bo- boogie boards or whatever, but you just use them to go out there, and they help you just float. And you can look down, and you don't need a flotation device, and you don't have to keep paddling. You can just hold hold the boogie board and look down at all of God's creation under under the ground there under the water and. Uh, that's a secret hack. They got some sea turtles out there. I know. One time, okay. Last time I was there, I was I was out swimming in the in the water out in the ocean, <laughs> and a sea turtle popped its head up not but three feet feet from me, like just popped right up right there by me. So, oh boy, periscope up, huh? I didn't uh, I didn't grab on. I should have grabbed on and took a ride, but I think that's le- not illegal. Uh, so I don't know, but yeah, I've heard you've got on a ride before, so I don't know. Wouldn't be any different. Well, you know, I'm trying to keep it all above board now. I've, I've, uh, I've uh, changed my ways. I'm excited to hear what, uh, what kind of uh, treasures you find out there, because I know you've always got this, uh, this like sixth sense, this keen, you know, intuitiveness with, uh, uh, you know, thrift places, maybe a, a good deal, maybe hit a garage sale. Uh, I mean, I know that's kind of all up your alley. If it's available, we'll, we'll definitely swap by. We're going to go, or stop by. We're going to go to the swap meet, um, which is always a good time. So hopefully I can find a few things so that when I try to write this off next year, you don't just laugh. I, I can only imagine what it's like with you and, and your brother and, and Danny Everett uh, hanging out at a swap meet. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, going to be some good negotiating. I good am negotiations. sure this. So, so back when I was a kid, I, I grew up in Nevada. There, there's a good little episode that talks all about that. But before that, we lived in Southern California. And I always remember on usually Saturday or, or Sunday morning, they would always have the big swap meet at the uh, the drive-in theater over there in the parking lot. And I just remember going there every once in a while. You just never knew what you were going to get. You know, there was there was always kind of the, the token like nothing but but Chinese kind of tool t- toys. There was always the booth that had the uh, um, scantily clad posters and and those kind of things. Um, and then also the, the the shirts. You know, like the instead of no fear, it was like no fav, or instead of uh, Big Johnson, it was uh, you know large Willie or, or or something like that. Oh, here you go, a little unit or something. <laughs> You know, you know those all those kind of shirts uh, that you know you look up there and you can tell that they're the oft brand. You know, <laughs> the bootleg as we call them. The bootleg, yeah. And there was bootleg movies. You know, you always kind of knew what they were, and I don't think that you, uh, you know, people necessarily cared. They they knew what they were getting, uh, but I always remember that. So a good swap meet, right? Yeah, we. Uh, so when I was on my uh, religious affiliated vacation. And one of the spots we were at, there was a swap meet over, and uh, I always wanted to go to the swap meet. And the the guy I was with at the time, 
didn't think that was an efficient use of my time or something like that. So one week I, I swapped out. You know, you have different groups of people. Yeah, swappies. <clears throat> so I, I, I found another guy that thought it might be an efficient use of our time. And one Saturday morning we went over to the swap meet. I said, that's a great way to talk and find people. And uh, we were able to find some treasures as well. That's long before I was selling on eBay. I remember he got him a, a Motley Crue wallet from like the 80s, though, for like a quarter. That mm. now on eBay would go for. That's why I always go back to, man, if I could have just known. I mean, you know. I could have just done that because eBay was around at the time. I could, you know, there was lots of opportunity. This is in the early days, uh, you know, early 2000s, that uh, I'm sure the amount of money that we just passed and walked by laughed at. But that was my, that was a good swap meet experience. And then, you know, yard selling, that kind of thing. Uh, I remember being down in New York City, down, you know, the subway tunnels, there'd be people with their blankets uh, laid open and, and uh, my brother negotiating for Paul Blart Mall, mall Cop, the, the bootleg version or whatever, too. It's, you know, it is kind of a, runs in the family a little bit there. So did you find fun. Did you find any boots with the fur while you were down there? Oh, yeah. We were uh, those apple bottom jeans and uh, all that stuff. It was, it was a good time. So hopefully we have uh, more stories when we come back. Uh, I need to get more in the uh, habit and the hobby and negotiating skills and stuff. We're a little rusty. Uh, yesterday I got a call from Adam here. Oh. And he said, hey, man, you need to get over here ASAP. That doesn't happen too often and unless it's an emergency. And it was pretty early in the morning. Well, not early, but it was earlier in the afternoon. Well, yeah. it wasn't even afternoon. It was, it was mid-morning is what it was. But for Adam to call me during tax season and say, hey, man, you need to get over here into my office. So I thought, oh, man, I hope everything's all right. But, you know, then, then the company needs some pictures and. Uh, there was a. You want to explain what what was going on there to the good people? I will. So down here in the in, in the beautiful downtown Payson, Utah, uh, there, there's a historic Main Street, and uh, not not more than a block away, um, there's a building. You know, right on Main Street, older older building. I've I've been in it before with with the the gentleman who owns it. Uh, you know, I went in and and uh, man, this is you know uh, a picker's dream paradise. Um, you know, I, I remember going to the building and it was just loaded. I mean, just full of all kinds of stuff. I mean, it, it was basically his collection and we're talking trains, Coke memorabilia, uh, Garfield stuff, uh, old museum stuff. I mean, just so much stuff. And he had a yard sale going on in the front part of the building. I'm um, outside and I, you know, we went there and I, I saw a couple things, nothing, nothing too crazy. Um, but I went and talked to him and I said, Hey, um, what what's going on? And he told me, and they said they're going to lease out the the building. I'm like, well, can we go inside and look? I was like, oh yeah. So he took me and a, another friend and took us on a little tour. And uh, I thought, man, I got to call D right. I got to call D right. So I tried greasing the wheels, and he had some older Tonka trucks and Harley Davidson stuff. And uh, I mean, I couldn't even. Uh, he he had cars attached to the ceiling. I mean, he had like a '34 coupe that he attached to the ceiling, old salon stuff, just way too much to, to take in. And anyways, I, I got to ask him about a couple things, and he had a bunch of train stuff, and uh, I, I informed him. He says, hey, I've got a client who owns a train store. I says, let me see if I can get you connected with them to, you know, kind of, uh, you know, hopefully figure out some things. But uh, he had some older, like I said, car stuff, and it was funny because I, I understand, like, um, his family not wanting him to, you know, basically get, get ransacked. I mean, but keep in mind, they have an entire place that they have to get rid of in six weeks. And it's not, it's not a small place. When, no. when you're telling this, it's, uh, 
I mean, it's a good sized building right. on a main street. I don't know what they've been paying to keep that going. So he's owned that building. So he owns. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'm like, there's a lot of. Uh, it's probably there's a lot of value in there. I mean, there's probably six thousand square feet just in that building, and, and chuck full. Yeah, I mean, to the ceiling, like so. So I get over there, and they've got a table and a few things outside, out front, and uh, I don't have Adam with me, so I'm just like, hey, I'm, you know, heard you guys are having a bit of a sale here, and I wanted to see what was available, and uh, they're like, well, you can't go inside. Oh, well, okay. I mean, there's a few things on the table. There's some of these like older troll dolls. So I'm looking at one of these older. Troll Dolls, I, I can't remember the official name. It wasn't, uh, it was like a 1970s version, and it was a little bigger and stuff. Got it at the swap meet. <laughs> <laughs> Probably got it at the swap meet. And they're like, oh, those are going for $70 on eBay. I thought, well, okay, that's that's your first clue. So yeah. that, that this is going to be a little more difficult. I don't have the, the Adam touch. I'm not talking to the guy directly. Uh, I don't have a relationship here. And uh, if this was a day or something before, but uh, they had a little, I mean, people were starting to show up and stuff. I said, oh, okay. You know, well, we won't necessarily sell them for eBay prices, but we're going to keep it pretty close. And I understand not wanting your dad to get ripped off, and I, I get all that. But So I'm like, okay, this is going to be a bit more of a negotiation. So I was like, well, I really would like to go in. Well, there's liability and stuff. And I'm like, I, I, I understand that. Well, if a couple people come out, you can probably go in, but you're going to have to stay pretty close. So I don't know if I look shady or what. but You do. For the area? Uh, no, just in general. Oh, okay. You're going to get the same treatment in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, no, I doubt it. But anyway, you know, so I go inside, and they're like, hey, this is, you know, this guy's looking for, I told him I wanted cards or sports stuff, but they didn't have any of that, really. And the one lady said, yeah, we had some football cards, but no one collects those or cares about those. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to tell you they do. But the same, they had, like, you know, a pack or something. And yeah. I don't know where it was at. And looking, that was Neil through the haystack type stuff, so... I was kind of looking around. There's, I mean, it was just cool to kind of get in there and look around. But uh, the guy was like, oh, okay, you know, he's cool, whatever. But he was helping somebody else. So I was kind of standing there for a minute. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to start looking around. I don't care. Yeah, what are they going to do? Kick you <clears> out? So I started looking around at stuff. And about every time I, I moved to a new section, there's somebody kind of behind me just watching me. And I I guess, I don't know if they thought I was just going to start lining my pockets and try to run out. But, I, you know, whatever. So I'm, I'm digging through my stuff. And. I see these Hot Wheels. I'm like, oh, Hot Wheels can be good. There can be some profit there. We talked about those a few weeks ago. So I start grabbing up some of those, and I'm going to look them up, and, and the, the lady behind me, she goes, well, I already looked those up to see if there's any red lines, if that's what you're looking for. <laughs> okay, well, I said, I, I really don't know what I'm looking for, but uh, okay, yeah, there's not much value there. So I'm not going to buy those. Obviously not the best sales technique, but and if they had been the valuable ones, I guess she already looked them up, and I wasn't going to get a deal, so... Kind of keep looking around at different things, and I'm just like, man. And I had a I had a thing I had to do at noon, and this is about at this point yeah. we're about eleven thirty, eleven forty ish. So I do find a it was like a music box still in the box. A Coca Cola plays White Christmas kind oh, of a, yeah. a thing. So so I snag that. I don't even look it up because I know it's going to be worth some money, and I know they're going to tell me what it's going for online by the time I get out there. Sure. But I found one of those old uh, the Viewmasters. Oh yeah, yeah. It was like one of the older versions of that so i said well what are, what are we in for for on these couple things here and uh she looked up the coke thing and it was like it's going for like 70 dollars online or 75 or something like that and the viewmaster for whatever reason she's like oh that's not worth anything a dollar oh so I'm like, that's a deal yeah i mean i think that, i do think there's uh i do think i did get on that one and she's like there's some other uh 
of those film strips or things that go with it. And I'm like, I, in my head, I'm thinking, I don't care. But yeah. I thought, oh, okay, where were those at? And I had to go grab them, you know, make it, you're taking it all, and you can't just say, I just want this unit, and somebody else can buy the. Maybe those were something I'd have to look into. Who knows, but, yeah. And then they go back to the gentleman, and like, hey, he's interested in this Coke thing. This is what it's going for online. And I'm holding the viewfinder, which she already told me that was a dollar. And he's like, well, I'd do like $80 for both of them. And she's like, no, that's not worth anything. <laughs> and like, so she's kind of negotiating for and against me at the same time. Anyways, we were able to come to an agreement. And I think I got like 60 bucks for everything, which isn't great. But there was a little resell and Christmas stuff. Coke stuff usually does good. So I got a couple items. But then when I'm leaving, I'm like, man, I didn't even really haggle much but it was like you didn't want to sound like you're taking advantage of this elderly he's not elderly but this older guy from the lady and the there's a couple family members there and they were saying you know ebay this and that i'm like well to, to put this whole store on ebay is going to take you 10 years yes like i understand how to list things i understand how fast things sell but they can learn that kind of the hard way, and I'm figuring here in about a month we could probably go get a lot better deals. So. Yeah, I know. I know. I I talked to him, and he guess he's still got three storage units full of stuff. So this guy's been collecting for a long time. But but again, it's that sentimental value. I mean, people think that stuff's worth a lot more than what it is, and and it's funny because I, I think for me it's more kind of a, a a price of admission. You know, I did get a really cool Tonka like uh, car hauler. I mean, it's pretty big. And it's all 100% metal. I mean, it's probably made in the 50s or 60s. And the reality on that, we'll, we'll probably take that. You know, I mean, I'll take that home, let my youngest play with it, probably outside. Uh, you know, that's one of those toys that you can leave outside and it'll be just fine. Um, so th that'll be fun. I got a, uh, a 3D puzzle that was still in the box uh, sealed. So because he had some other puzzles, but like, isn't that the worst? Like you buy a puzzle, you put a puzzle together and. Say it's missing, you know, half dozen pieces. Just, like just missing a piece, even one piece. You know, oh. it's kind of like, what are you gonna do at that point? So yeah. Now there's some good stuff. I'd like to go through the storage unit and and see some of that stuff too. But it is that, you know, this is what's worth in your head, or or this is, you know, they're not looking up solds on eBay. They're looking what people they're yeah, asking, listed. They're asking anywhere from sixty to two hundred dollars. I'm like, well, okay, what are they getting? But I'm not gonna. It's not my job to educate you at the yard sale on on that especially at that point. So I was like, okay, well, this is what I'll do, you know. And yeah, and it, and it I don't know, it, it just kind of reaffirmed a couple things for me that uh, I like kind of the direction I've gone. Now, everybody has their own kind of thing and what buys and what sells. I mean, I know we've got sellers of, uh, you know, of T-shirts and random items and pool tablets and, and ball jars and, you know, any kind of thing. But as I've really kind of transitioned to a lot more, more cards and tickets, Man, they're a lot easier to store. I'm not worried about uh, you know fleas and bed bugs and uh, you know any kinds of crazy stuff. So I I really like kind of the direction I've I've uh, pivoted to. Well, in, in space too. When you told me that, I'm like, man, how am I gonna fill this in my car and fit this in my garage? If there's stuff of value and it's a good deal, you got to take advantage while it's there. But like you're saying, those older Tonka toys and stuff. I mean, they go for a good amount of money. You get the right stuff. You know, even after your kid plays with them, I'm sure you can turn around and, and sell it. But it was the same thing in my head. of like, okay, where am I going to store all this and how much money? And and when I got there, it was kind of a relief a little bit. That you're kind of getting, you, you don't like getting jerked around, but the same, you kind of like, well, that's okay. I didn't I didn't want to spend a, a couple grand here and have to store it anyway, you yeah. know. So there, there's something to that. Um, obviously, you just got to kind of go where you can go 
to some point you can pick a niche and, and focus on it, but you also got to be open for opportunities to come your way. And, you know, if it works out and if there's money to be made, you, you got to make that, that choice, I guess, and that decision if that's going to be what you do or not. But I was kind of hoping he had some older, uh, you know, I was hoping for some, some T-shirts or hats. Uh, he did have some Pepsi kind of billboard thing. I didn't didn't even ask I, about I, it. I saw that, yeah. I mean, there was, there was some cool stuff in there, but the same, you know, you kind of have to test the waters a little bit. And when a viewfinder and a, and a music box is, you know, get up close to $70, $80, you don't want to go too much deeper because it's just, it's just going to put you in a bad mood for the day probably. So The hard part is I, I think for me and you both, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's the first time I've really had some uh, opportunity to buy things in the wild for, for you know, two-plus years. I mean, even before that, we were wintertime, so probably two-and-a-half years. So it was like, you know, you're back with your training wheels on. You kind of yeah. forgot how to do the whole thing. and Trying to get your sea, sea legs back. And, uh, yeah, with what's happened the last few even last, well, I mean, we had a lot of cards and stuff going, and it was like, well, we're not going to hit the, the yardies in that as much just because, man, it's fun to get out and talk to people and see what they have. And, you know, you can pick up some things sometimes, like you're saying, even if it's for your own kids and stuff. But if there is something to the, hey, how's it going? Hey, you guys, you know, you, what what's where are you going? What's going on here? You just get rid of stuff. You have to kind of finesse or build yeah. that relationship instead of just going in and like, well, I'm going to take this. I'm going to get a deal on it. I'm going to be sneaky over here. And you got you to gotta play the game. You can't power in and, and push it in hard at the beginning you got to ease into it you know what i mean you got to you got to uh, build a little re- rapport with them and and kind of uh, you know let them know and, and uh, you know let them know you're serious but not go after and say hey what's the uh, the most valuable thing in here that you don't know about um, yeah and that's uh, man, it's good and bad with the internet i guess when they're looking everything up it's it's kind of leveled the the playing field that's good for us when we're beginning and trying to find stuff and you have the internet and you're like, Oh, this is worth some money. But also, uh, when you're trying to negotiate or get something, people can say, well, that's worth some money. I just looked it up online and, uh, they had the, I think it was the Google picture or something. They could just take a picture of it basically. And it would bring up everything. So they didn't even have to try to search what it was and maybe, you know, miss a number on a, you know, model <laughs> number or whatever, call it a, a view pathfinder instead of the viewfinder or, Coke Magic Mountain instead of whatever it was listed as there. So yeah, uh, no, it was good, and I probably probably should go to a couple yard sales uh, a month just to keep that you know keep that tool sharp. It's something that that was pretty good there a few years back. I could just go roll in, scope the place, find what was valuable, go negotiate, and, and be on my merry way. Whereas yesterday it was uh, it was a uh, it was in and out a little too quick. It was like when you uh, were playing pickup ball. And you haven't been to the gym or, or anything for a while, and you try to hook up a, a three-pointer because you used to just drain those threes. And, yeah. and, man, you were way off, and you're just like, what happened there? Sometimes you just got to keep those uh, motor motor muscle skills, memory going, whatever I'm trying to say there. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's getting a little closer. We've got uh, the good 4th of July uh, celebration coming up down there in, in the big Nephi's. Uh, I, I heard there's going to be a comeback. It'll be the, 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 the 40s team. The, the 40 years old, and, and you guys all get together and, and reenact the old uh, three-on-three basketball tournament, just throw you down in the post. Is that, is that right? Yeah, you better have a lot of ice on hand for that one. A lot of hand and, and some bigger uh, jog sweatpants. Oh, I, I just know. I mean, you, you got the big hooper. You just throw it down there and, and let him do his thing and, and probably toss one out there on the the outside and let, uh, let Jimmy Cheapy Pants just, just shoot those, make it rain. 
You say it's coming right up. We're, we're just in March. Well, I know, but by the time this posts, I mean, you're saying time, you get when you get practicing. Time is flying. I mean, yeah, you you, you got to get your. Uh, I'm not even sure I'm an all time center anymore. I think I think my uh, those days might be behind me. But I, I could coach from the sideline or right that pine. I could, you know, I'm I'm willing to to cheer on the boys and drink a little Gatorade. <laughs> your eligibility is up, is what you're saying. Huh? I think I've still got the eligibility. I just think uh, I think Father Father Time is catching up to us. Man, I I do want to catch one more thing before uh, before we hit it out. Um, when you, when you you're standing at five nine basketball is not really the sport for you, anyways. Well, I mean, Charles Bar, what do they call him? The the round mound of uh, rebound. rebound. Uh, he wasn't standing at five nine. <laughs> no, he was not. Uh, but no, I, I wanted to hit one other thing, and, and uh, I, I don't know. As times continue to evolve, there are always different opportunities to make money, and uh, you, you brought that up. I mean, eligibility. Something that's changed in the last six seven months is. Uh, the NIL, the, the name, image, and likeness, um, which is kind of interesting. Basically, the, the whole rule, of, if you're not familiar with it, is any college athlete can now be paid for uh, essentially really anything. You know, before there was always uh, talks of it or, you know, Derek might work at the car dealership like Cam Newton and, you know, get $50 to uh, you maybe mop, but really it was 250000 uh, but now there's like a legitimate <laughs> one of those. It was fifty dollars, but real, really it was two fifty thousand, and to mop yeah. up meant just to walk through. And yeah, yeah. I mean, so so now there's different opportunities. I mean, if you're if you're young and and getting ready to go to college, or you know any kind of you know collegiate type uh, athletics, or even high school, you can you can do NIL in high school now. Um, make that money. Like I said, figure out ways that you can uh, have an opportunity to to make money in. in not necessarily a normal, you know, uh, I don't know, what, 4.30 to, to 10.30 at night working at the subways, cutting the U-shaped uh, sandwiches over there, throwing down uh, the, the, the Slurpees or, or whatever you guys were doing, hitting up the Double Whopper Juniors. Um, think of different ways to, to try and make money. If, if you're young in college or if you're 40 and now you're a man, there's a lot of different ways to make money. And if you don't enjoy your day job, if you're in a point where you're, uh, you're, you're, I don't know, not not upset, but maybe miserable, man, there's a lot of chances to go make some money where you can enjoy your your day to day. Yeah, there, there's a lot out there, and uh, I was kind of explaining that. So around my birthdays, usually always the March Madness, so we had a little party get together, and I was over at my sister's house, Colbert and, and, the, and the gang, and uh, afterwards we were watching the basketball tournament. And, uh, my brother-in-law is not a big sports fan; like he's just. He's more into the motorcycles and the, and the trucks, and, and that's his kind of thing. But you sit down watching with us, and, you know, there's some good games, and it's fun. It's fun for everyone at that, that point, you know. And So we're just kind of talking, and he had that same question about, well, how do these guys make money? And I said, well, until a year ago, they basically they had their scholarships, but they had to you know, go get a part-time job. But they're doing a full-time, you know, job basically playing ball. And kind of talked about how now you can endorse them or they can get, you know, scholarships, opportunities, people can pay the money to be brand ambassadors and that kind of thing. So it's kind of fun to have that conversation. Uh, it's kind of fun watching these kids that actually make names for themselves. But even right now, there's a short window, so I feel good. As, as we're talking, the St. Mary's Peacocks are still... St. Peter's. St. Peter's Peacocks, whatever they are. The, the Peacocks are still playing well, and they came in as a 15 seed and now they're on to the uh, Elite Eight. Yeah, the first ever 15 seed to make it to the Elite Eight. But a lot of those kids on that team 
aren't going to the NBA. No, but right now none of them are. And, and before the you know the tournament or anything, or before this NIA thing, that that would have been it. That they'd had a good run and they'd be you know heroes out in New Jersey in that local area. But that would have been all it was for them. And maybe one guy would be able to manage a, a subway restaurant out, off of his name reputation only or something like that. Now there's an opportunity for them to get paid while the tournament stuff's going. They can get opportunities from people around that area or around the nation to have them sponsor or or whatever. And hopefully they're able to make some good money off of this run just as being those young men that did it. And uh, I think that's a good thing. I, I always talk about it. It is the world's greatest advertising free tool for any of these universities, especially these smaller one-off named universities, because... Everyone and their dog is talking about these guys and the amount of uh, money it would cost for the advertising. So, good, good on them. Good. Well, yeah, that's good. And the school gets all that advertisement yes, and sir. all that recognition. But I'm hoping that the players get some of it because they're the ones actually been putting in the work and been winning the games and doing it. So. I tell you what, that coach sure made him a lot of money because I guarantee you he's going to get a lot of offers. And you don't he, think he'll be at St. Peter's next year? I, I don't know if he'll be at St. Peter's much more than two weeks from now. So Yeah, and that's, that's the way of the world. And, you know, you got to figure out if you do get an opportunity, you do make a name for yourself. I mean, me and I have been, you know, doing this thing and we've been doing our podcast for years now, but... Uh, there's always the chance that we, we blow up at them and, you know, you get another opportunity to go do a full-time podcast or radio gig somewhere. And if that was to happen, you kind of got to make that happen. You got to take advantage of it. I don't, I'm not saying that's going to happen for us. We got good listenership. We're doing good with what we're doing uh, for the amount of time we're putting into it. I think we're getting good results, but I'm just saying sometimes things like that catch fire. Maybe it's your Instagram live. Maybe you're on the TikTok. Stuff the, happens. The whatnot. The whatnot, still waiting. It's been over a month. I don't know. Uh, I put in a few inquiries with other people on the whatnot. They don't know what's going on. So yeah, I, think I just want to send a big box of uh, things I want to sell on what, whatnot and say, putting on eBay because whatnot hasn't got back to me yet. <laughs> Hashtag whatnot. Hashtag whatnot. But D-Roy, that being said, I know next time we're going to uh, record here in the, the, the new studio, think you're going to be a, a little tanner, uh, a, a little happier, maybe come back with some macadamia nuts. Uh, I, w- I would thoroughly enjoy that. You wouldn't say no, huh? I would not say no to that. So, d that being said, my friend, there are two things in life that are for certain, pal. That would be uh, death piles and taxes. Selling stuff online
Hey guys, it's uh, D. Roy Everett and Adam Beasley from the Death Piles and Taxes podcast that you're listening to right now. Your favorite account, I know. It's the greatest thing in the whole world. A lot of you've been asking what you can do to help the podcast out, and seriously, all we want is a review. Yeah. Hopefully, it's a five star review, but if not, be fair, uh, at least a four. We know you're listening. Like I said, we see the numbers. We're all over the world. Like I said, it's just we see it. We appreciate everyone listening. Help us get a little higher up there. Help us uh, get more new Absolutely. listeners. The algorithms, people can help find us out, and it really does help. So if you can go to Apple, iTunes, that's where a lot of you are already listening or, or wherever you're listening. Spotify, Apple, you know, all of these different things. They're all out. Wherever you listen, give us a – you don't even have to write a review. Just give us five stars. If you want to give us a review, that's cool too. We appreciate it. And keep listening. Thanks for listening, guys.